Crowhill here. Today we review a Vienna Lager and discuss the jury system. Hello and welcome to Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crowhill. Good evening, Pigweed. Good evening, Crowhill. What's on your mind? Well, I had jury duty yesterday uh-huh. and had a fascinating experience. Oh, cool. Tell me about it. Well, I got there at 8, and uh, I read Billy Budd and yeah. watched game shows until 11.30, uh, and then was dismissed for the day. That doesn't sound fascinating at all. <laughs> no, you're right, it wasn't. But it did make me think, this the jury system would be a good topic, so I think we should discuss that. But before that, let's drink a Mexican beer. Uh, sure, but why a Mexican beer? I wish, there was a sing- I, wish I-, I wish I knew there was a Cinco de Mayo song or something I could sing, but uh, it is Cinco de Mayo okay, this very yes. day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Which just means 5th of May. Like, why do we have to say Cinco de Mayo? <laughs> yes, right? the okay. Cinco de Mayo. So the uh, Cinco de Mayo, the, the 5th of May in 1862, the Mexicans defeated the French in the Battle of Puebla. So, and what were the Mexicans uh, doing fighting the French? Yes, I know. It's ridiculous. So the, the, it was a, the, the very liberal... President Benito Juarez decided not to pay his debts to France, the money that they, that he borrowed, and okay. you know, yeah. overspending liberals sure. uh, do. Yeah. And uh, they used that as an excuse to come get their money. Mm-hmm. This is Napoleon the Third, mm-hmm. Napoleon's nephew, I believe. Okay. Uh, so, but it's uh, it sounds like the Mexicans defeated the French. Okay, they won one battle. Uh-huh. That's the right. and then the French won. Then the French came in and they took the capital. So we make this big holiday out of <laughs> out of winning one battle. It's just one battle, and ended up losing the war. Yeah. So okay. Uh, the and uh, although it's also it's a bit like the Alamo for the French Foreign Legion, oh. in the sense that it was the first time the French Foreign Legion really was tested, and uh, they lost. But fought really valiantly. Sort of, a, it, it, it sort of celebrated as what a great battle it was for them, even though they lost. Hmm. Anyway, so um, yes, so Napoleon takes the capital and says, "I have a great idea. Let's put a European emperor as the head of Mexico." Right. So, great so, idea. Uh, so where else are you going to go? You're in Europe. You look around. It's just Habsburgs everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, so he says, uh, well, all right, how about you, Maximiliano, as they say in Mexico, Maximiliano Habsburg? And, uh, and does he speak Does he speak Spanish? No. Okay. Never, been to, yeah. never been to Mexico. Yeah. And, you know, it's just a great idea right from the start. Sure, he, he's, yeah. he, he, mm-hmm. he shows up, you know, with like a, a, you know, pianos and pool tables and uh, long lists of uh, courtly... Uh, protocol and yeah. uh, you know just exa- just exactly just what, exactly what they want <laughs> exactly in Mexico, what sure. the Mexicans mm-hmm. are looking for and he brings his lovely wife Carlotta mm-hmm. or we would say Charlotte and Charlotte is the daughter of King Leopold the first of Belgium and the brother of King Leopold the second good Belgium. old the the, Bal- the Belgian bastard the yeah. Belgian bastard <laughs> yeah one of the worst human beings ever really. yeah yeah we did a whole show on him that was pretty it interesting. was a fun show you should listen to it yeah, yes he was the second is Leopold the second was an absolutely awful human being anyway so she goes there and they're both expecting just to be welcomed with open arms because that's what they've been told and yeah, yeah. Is, well, you're, you're exactly and they're Habsburgs they're royalty <laughs> I wouldn't used maybe, to yeah, doing this yeah. and of course 
as the brother of the emperor, you don't really have that much to do. So you're just glad to, yeah. you know, post like this. Sure, he's yeah, winning. Sure. And very liberal, very mm-hmm. liberal minded, and uh-huh. actually a lot of liberal reforms and mm-hmm. sort of pushing back against the church. And uh, yeah, so he doesn't seem like somebody that they would later kill. So they murdered him. And, uh, who murdered him? The Mexicans oh. who wanted to reinstate Benito Juarez in the presidency and get rid of this foolish monarch business. Which okay. we, already had a, we already had a war of independence like 50 years ago to get rid of the king of Spain. We don't want new European monarchs yeah. running the show. So, so they kill one king and they just bring in another one just for fun? Well, no, I mean, they, they didn't the, kill the other one. They just got rid of him. No, no, they, they, no, 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 the king of, well, he was, he was the king of Spain. I so see. he was okay. never in Mexico. Oh, oh, but, okay. you know, they were subjects of the king of Spain. Mm-hmm. Won the war. Nothing changed for the average Mexican, but the higher ups are no longer allegiance, uh, you know, have allegiance to, um, to Spain. That's why they're, so our, our revolution and our, uh, independence is the same thing. Mm-hmm. For Mexico, they're a hundred years apart. Hmm. So. And those are the two days that are national holidays. Nothing goes on in Mexico in Cinco de Mayo. Everybody knows it's Cinco de Mayo, but, you know, it's not like schools and businesses are closed or any, any such thing. Okay, point being that, yes, they did kill their Viennese emperor, but they did not kill off the Viennese brewers. I was wondering how this was going to come back. A, yeah, it took me a while to get there. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, and so that's why we are drinking a Negro Modelo. A style that once Pilsners came along yeah. went out of favor in Europe. Mm-hmm. So while it's originally a European style, yeah. it's been kept alive really as a Mexican style. And the most popular one, I would say, is Negro Modelo. Hmm. So, okay, so Vienna Vienna Lager, we've uh, I'm, we've done it before. Yeah, we did uh, Devil's Backbone, doing right. Yingling. Yeah, right. I, which so I, this... I don't know if it's I don't know if it's technically a Vienna Lager, but right, very close. Yeah, so it's using German malt. And, uh, probably German noble hops and it's going to be, going to be kind of light on the hops and uh, a have a little bit of a malty background. Color. Yeah. This one's so darker right, than most. It's called, but, so the Modelo is a very light beer, you know, like Corona. And this one's called Black Modelo, but, but it's not black. <laughs> it's not black at all. No, it's darker. Of course. It's got just the, just the hint of that dark beer flavor. Not, not a lot of it. It's, you remember, remember when they had yeah, like Michelob yeah. dark? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like barely a dark beer, you know. That, it's, it's that sort of thing where they just give you a hint of the of the dark flavor. Perfectly fine, good drink, yeah, good beer. Very, yeah, very nice beer. I think honestly, if I if I was uh, stuck on a three day cruise with only one beer style, I had to drink the entire time. It might be a Vienna Lager. It's a right a ninglingish, you know, enough of a, a little bit of a backbone without being too malty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. Sorry there, Max Carlotta. Uh, but now we got to get back to the topic of the day. The uh, topic of the day, which was my scintillating uh, jury experience. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a better jury experience I'll, I'll address at the end in Baltimore City. But, uh, yes, yeah, I was there, I was there three, three and a half hours. You're, you're supposed to be on call for a week. I didn't go until Wednesday. And then I was on there two and a half hours, and they said, don't bother even checking. We don't need you for the rest of the week. You did your civic duty. I, I, right. I feel good about it. Okay. Now, what's up with the jury system? I guess everybody, well, by now, uh, probably all countries have jury systems. No. 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 Not, not all, all countries. Just cool, modern countries. Just modern countries. Just, just a few of them. Not a lot of countries, like Germany doesn't have a jury system. Um, well. Yeah. So juries before, before juries, uh, juries came out of the English, uh, 
legal system. Okay. And before they had juries, they had trial by ordeal, which was you would, you know, personal combat <laughs> or or you would be dunked in water, you know, to see if you float or I mean some all the dumb things you see on money yeah, right, Python. Uh, yeah. But trial by ordeal, the guy, the idea would be God would intervene and make sure that the innocent person is not punished. <laughs> All right. So, what with the did was it as early as the Magna Carta, or was it later? And that, on I'm not sure. I to, to tell you the truth, I'm not sure. I truly believe in this trial boy ordeal thing. <laughs> but that, well, that, that it was so widespread. Yeah, I'm sure they did it. Yeah. But but I'm I'm sure that like the king or the leader would would listen to the case and decide it. And I mean, it, it seems to me, especially if you're just not the you're the king doesn't rule the whole country. It, Every, yeah. you know, right there, local lords who yes. rule their own areas. Yes. And I'm sure, you know, what, once a month, somebody, anybody every, that, gets to bring in their gripes. Yes. And, somebody's... And, that, and that's, that's usually what kings would do is to decide between people. And anybody over the age of 10 who has any sense knows that God doesn't always intervene and help the good guy. You know, yeah. like so, yeah. sometimes bad things happen, right? So I think that this whole idea of trial by ordeal as the standard, that's, uh, and I don't believe that, but, Magna Carta established okay. juries. And what's that? It possibly something? no, way way back. Um like 11 something. <laughs> and the um uh, probably came from Germanic culture because in Germanic culture we talked about this before in the mm-hmm. context of the people making the laws that they live under, right? That was a common thing in German culture and of course England was Anglo-Saxon, you know, the Saxons mm-hmm. came in, so um the now the funny thing about this is Germany uh, doesn't have a jury system. They usually usually panel panel of judges. What do you know? Yeah. All right. All right. So Magna Carta it says a trial or jury of your peers, and we think of that as meaning peers like peer pressure, like you know people are <laughs> you know the people who are around. Yeah. No, it's more like the peerage in England. The peerage are the aristocracy. Oh. So the in Magna Carta, the purpose of a jury and trial by jury of your peers was to protect the aristocracy from the king. They weren't worried about, you know, Joe who got... Uh, Joe cha- the blacksmith? Yeah, who, who got challenged for, you know, shoeing the wrong horse or whatever. And Joe the blacksmith That's- is not going to be ju- uh, judging the uh, uh, trial for the aristocracy. No, so the, Magna Carta really wasn't about the rights of the ordinary guy. It was about the rights of the of the rich. Yes. So this is about right that the that the king couldn't tell all the rich people what to do, but of course the rich people could tell the peons what to do. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. So it was it was a limit on the power of the king. It was an important thing. I'm not not trying to say it was a bad thing, but it wasn't like full blown trial by jury after Magna Carta. That was to protect the 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 peerage, the aristocracy from the king, and now it means jury by your. Trial by a jury of your peers means sort of a cross section of the of the community. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that if you have an IQ of 145 that you're going to be tried by a jury of people with an IQ of 145. Yeah, and it's know? not and it's not your peers like uh, all of your best friends. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's just a cross section yeah, of yeah. the community. The people yeah. that you interact with in your community, yeah. and and that's why it's that's why my your jury isn't a group of. Uh, Mormons from Utah. Yeah. Right? No, they're, 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 they're people from your own county that you live in. Yes. So right. that's good. Yeah. So under Henry III, juries uh, became a panel of witnesses, and they were called in because of their knowledge of the case. They, you know, they were, they saw something or, or whatever. Okay? All right. I'm liking, I'm liking that. It's, Go ahead. There's, a, there's a development here. Under Henry V, 
is when they first, the jury first became the trier of evidence. The, so nowadays they say the jury is the finder of fact, mm. you know, whether, whether something really happened or not. Um, and the, the idea of the jury is protection against arbitrary government power. In other words, if, if the government wants to get rid of somebody, then they're going to charge them with something. Mm-hmm. And the idea of having a jury of your peers is, you know, you can't have the runaway prosecutor or the oppressive government exactly. come in. Exactly. Well, that's, that's, that, that's why, that's why it works is, is, you know, do I want to be judged by even a, co- even a bunch of dopes in my neighborhood or some government appointed guy? Yeah. Who I'm not sure is, is doesn't, you know, might be working for the, is work, is working for the government and might be working for the government against my interests. Yes. And that, that is an interesting I mean, that's distinction. Like the, that, I mean, that's the foundation. Of yes. It. Yeah. And that's an interesting distinction because in most countries, they don't have juries. They yeah. have, you have judges mm-hmm. or, or maybe a panel of judges or something like that, but they're still, as you say, agents of the state. Yeah. So the American so system is, yeah, the, the English, based in English law and the American system is pretty much, well, we want to be protected against the power of the state. Yes. So that, that's kind of the foundation of, of juries. Grand juries, there's three types of juries I'll get to in a minute. Grand juries uh, seem to date from the Norman Conquest, 1066 and yeah. all that yeah. stuff, right? Um, U.S. juries are required for all criminal cases and many civil cases. And the three types of juries are pettit juries, which are what we normally think of as a jury. Okay. That's 12 people. They determine guilt or innocence. That's All the right. mo- most common. Grand jury, which is 23. I don't know why it's 23. Hmm. They only make indictments. And this is a check on the prosecutor. The prosecutor can't uh, indict somebody without a grand jury. Although there is that famous saying. Which is... Which is- Say that that we have enough to charge this person, and yes, we're going to trial. Exactly. Right. Although there's the famous statement about uh, you know any prosecutor worth his salt could prosecute could indict a grant ham sandwich. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and then there's the coroner's jury, which is to assess the cause of death. It's not common, but every okay. every that's once a, in a while, there's, a new one. yeah, if every once in a while there's a question about the cause of death, they'll have it. Now back to grand juries. Um, here's an interesting thing. They disappeared all over the world except for two countries, the U.S. and Liberia, okay, which sure. also happen to be the only two countries that do not use the metric system. Still? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Oh, yes. And the that's, only you know, two that countries a... that don't use the metric system right. also have grand juries. And, right. And they are uh, ex-slaves. Yes, they, yes, ex-slaves who went to Africa and started a new... Now, the only thing missing out of this is that Liberia has not put a man on the moon. Because I mean, it would be perfect. Otherwise... It would be perfect. <laughs> it would just be perfect if, if they had grand juries and uh, they didn't use the metric system and they put a man on the moon. The only two, that would just be perfect, but that doesn't work that way. All right. Now, there there can be objections to jurors. There's challenges for cause, like, you know, you're... You know the defendant, you're friends with the defendant. That, and then there's peremptory challenges, which are just can be used for any reason other than race or sex. You and can you, just well, say, I don't I, like I, this guy. Hold on, hold on. But it could be because you don't have to say why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't know how many of those strikes you, you get. You only so, get a few. Yeah. yeah, you only get a few. So the, and then you start explaining yourself. Yes. So, you know, it actually could be race and sex for those first it, few. Yeah. If you, you it know. could be. You're not supposed to, but it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Now the, then, then but the thing is, the... so so fifty people get called in. This is my my one of my experiences. Like say say fifty people get called in, and they call your name, and you stand up. 
what are they, why are they striking anybody? All, they're, all they can see is a white middle-aged guy with a button-down shirt. Yes, because they're going for demographics. They're saying for this so case... So it is race and sex. Yes, what I'm is. saying yeah. is that yeah. these, these first few yes. clearly are race and sex. Because what the, the the prosecutor wants a certain type of a jury yeah. and the defense wants a certain kind of a jury. Yeah. So they'll get rid of people that they think, oh, that, that person's too old, that person's too young, that person's too whatever. You know, hold on, I got a little fun fact here okay. you might enjoy. Uh, it wasn't until 1968 that women could serve on juries in all 50 states. Really? What was the last holdout? Yeah, I don't know what the last holdout is, but when you think about, you know, women are too emotional and they're not really good with reason and facts, and so uh, maybe I understand why they don't want them on the jury. (laughs) You see, this is why I get hate mail. Oh, gosh, this this is why. You're right. Yeah. All right. So one last thing I want to touch on. Back to the question of the jury as a protection against... Uh, an authoritative, tyrannical government is the concept of jury nullification. And that's, that's where, yes, we know there's a law. Yes, technically this person broke the law, yeah. but we're still not going to find them guilty because we're, we're on their side. So examples would be the Fugitive Slave Act or certain drug cases where they say, yes, okay, it's true that he was helping a runaway slave and that's against the law. Yeah. But we're not going to convict. So jury nullification is when the jury just says, we don't care what the law says. We think the person did the right thing, and we're not going to convict them. And that's that's a very con- it's a very controversial thing. But I, get, I, un- I understand because well, sometimes you think, you talk about a sympathetic jury. Yeah. Well, what's, the jury, what's the jury doing being sympathetic to anybody? Aren't you supposed to just... Follow the law and apply the facts. Well, see, that's where that's reason. right. That's that's but, that's what the judge will tell you. Right. The judge will tell you that the only purpose of the jury is to is to apply the facts of the case, and that's it. Right. But see, I don't agree with that right. because a panel of judges could do that better yes. than than twelve you know people exactly. I picked out well, of a whiteboard. This is what I was going yeah. to get at. So the purpose of the jury, ha- where you're picking just ordinary folk. The reason you're picking ordinary folk is precisely to have a check on the power of the government to say, okay, fine, you know, the fancy lawyers and everybody says that it's against the law when you do this, but we think you did the right thing. So, and that's, and that's both a good thing and a bad thing. Well, you're exactly right. Yes. It is both a good, because you do want that check. You don't, you don't, uh, so I'm reading Billy Budd. Yeah. And there's a, a line in it. Which reminded me of a, sh- a show I had, a show I had just watched used this form of this line, and then this came up in Billy Budd, and now it also applies to this, and it's something along the lines of, uh, "We are here to apply the law, not administer justice." Yeah, something along those lines. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. and and well, it'll be fun when we get to, because that's all about Billy, Billy Budd. But yeah. yeah, but it's kind of like that too. It's like, yeah, the, a judge couldn't really do that. A judge would have to apply the law, but the jury could lean towards, yeah, I mean, let's I take, do technically... A, yeah, let's take a silly example. Okay, there's some guy, he's a police officer, and he he's driving to the gun range to do his, his practicing, all yeah. right? And he drives to the gun range, he practices, he's on his way home, the road's closed, so he has to take a detour, and that takes him into a different jurisdiction. He gets pulled over. Now he's he's got a gun, and in so a, diff- in a different ju- in a different jurisdiction, and he's guilty. Yeah. Okay. Now technically, according to the law, he's guilty. 
But would, did he do anything wrong? Yeah. So that's that's a situation where the jury would say, you know, forget the law. We this, get it. This, we this get was, you know, and that wouldn't rise to the level of where a judge would need to jump in with a jury nullification thing. The yeah. judge would be like, yeah, all right, well, if that's what they say, that's what they say. <laughs> right. right? It's not like egregious. But unfortunately, the bad side of jury nullification is when people say, people say, well, too many young people are going to jail for drugs. We're just not going to convict people on drug possession. Well, yeah, anymore. right. Well, I mean, yeah. well, if you know. For for the sake of racial equity, uh, he's probably guilty, but there are already enough black men in jail, yeah. and so we're just gonna right. So you have that kind of problem. Uh, that's well, that's that's I a mean... a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah, people can use jury nullification to say, "Sorry, you know, okay, technically, now he's guilty, but ra- really he's not." Right. That's that's the good application. The bad application is when people say, "Well, we just don't like that, and we're not going to do it." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks for joining us for Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crow Hill, where you'll find lighthearted chats and deep dives. We hope you enjoy our beer reviews and banter. After which we cover everything from Tolstoy to Thomas Sowell. From God to the Green New Deal. From UFOs to UBI. From Ted Cruz to time travel. From home brewing to homeschooling. From transcendentalism to trans madness. You can reach us with your question or comment at pigweedshow at gmail.com. However, you can always, you, you don't have to have a jury. Right. Uh, on, under almost, I mean, there are some circumstances where you, you do, can but for the most part, judge, yeah. you can just go with the judge. Yeah. And so I'm wondering, can you think of, you know, what as a defendant, mm-hmm. you're in jail mm-hmm. and you're going, I'd rather have a judge. Yeah. Than... So let's say that it's something that you know the public is inflamed about. This this is one of the things we've talked about Good, before. Because I, go, go ahead. I want to get to the because I asked my my my, uh, my relative in the sheriff's department. Well, what about the guy in Minnesota? He knew that he knew the pressure. Yeah. That the jurors were under from the social climate. Exactly. Don't you think he would have been better off with a thing? But go ahead. Yeah. Tell your story. So yeah, well, the idea is there are times when the public. This is this is why we don't have direct democracy. Because some, there are times when the public gets all riled up about mm-hmm. something. And they say, everybody's all upset about something. And that lasts for a month or whatever. And then things calm down. And at, in particular points of time, you can kind of count on the normal person being pulled out of the jury is going to be, hang them, you know, rah, 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 we're, they're, they're very upset. But, and you want, you want the guy who's been studying the law, who's just a, he's just a studious guy. He's not all upset and riled right. up. Well, he's, okay. he's a well, bookish okay. fellow. Well, and he right, says, yeah, well, this is the right time to bring this up. So you're, you're thinking, hopefully the jury in Minneapolis is just looking at the facts. Yeah, but you don't, but, but aren't they, they have pressure aren't on. they also thinking I could be responsible for burning down Minneapolis again? Exactly. So, and that people, pressure is on me. So, and so when I asked him, I said, so don't you think that would be a case where the, the guy would go, These, the, the jurors are definitely going to be feel, yep. feel the heat. Why not just go with the judge? Yes. It's like, well, you know what? Even in that case, you just need one person. Mm-hmm. You just need one person who's listening to the facts and going, I'm not worried about Although it. Although not all states do that. So in, in most states... What, do you, do you need to have a unanimous... Yeah, most states you need to have a unanimous jury, but apparently not oh, at all. It's a state-by-state state yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so the other the was also his reaction to juries. He's like thinking of OJ or something. 
you know, three days of DNA explanation. Oh, do you think that, right? He's like, jurors. And do they really understand are it? Are too dumb. Yeah. You know, not, not a bad way, really. I mean, we're not all, not everybody's got the scientific know-how and capacity to listen to three days of DNA testimony. Right. And uh, that's, he says, you know, for a lot of things that it's fine, but when you're talking about jurors with expertise yeah. earlier, right? You kind of do want an educated. Now, there's just, there is talk of professional juries, jurors. Yes. So it's, to me, it's, it's a really hard thing to parse out. It's kind out of like be a peer, but it wouldn't be, uh, but wouldn't be a government appointed thing. Well, that's so they're the not question. representing the state. So that's the question is what's in my mind. The question would be, are they representing the state and would they become sort of a corruptible power that would push, you know, let's, let's say, let's pick an example of a corrupt state, Nazi Germany or something. All right. Yeah, and I'm and then... Say Mississippi. <laughs> so Nazi Germany, and they want to go after somebody and they want to put them under. Yeah. Now, if you have some judges, then the SS comes in and says, you know, if you want to stay a judge, you're going to... Right? I mean, it's a very, very obvious, logical thing that happens in corrupt cultures right. where... The people in positions of power know that they depend upon the approval of the other people in power, right? So that becomes a, a situation that's ripe for abuse. And then bringing and I, I, in... I guess the guy, which is, which is tr- I think they attempt to mitigate that by having a panel of judges rather than a single judge. Yeah, but I'm not sure that bit, does... Which is a little, a little bit better, better yeah. but yes, it still does not take clear and your bring, bringing in... Ordinary people, they're less likely to be, they're not necessarily immune to it. You know, like we have situations where we're concerned that the jury feels like they have, they have this pressure. So they're not immune to it. And also you have the problem. If the average person has an IQ of a hundred by definition, okay. they're not necessarily going to get it all. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to my jury story okay. and yeah. the IQs of the fellow jurors. All right. Uh, now, jury selection. And the idea of what what do they call that? Uh, there's a there's Vlad a term here. for it. No, no, no. Um, you know, trial professionals. You know, professional whose whose who's job is to pick juries. Yeah. Right. So, or to consult to yeah. go. Okay, we've run there's the numbers on this one, yeah. and so so one thing about jury selection. As racial bias, yeah. right? So you overload your uh, jurors, white jurors, uh, with a black defendant. They're 16% more likely to convict than a mixed jury, or you know, yeah. whatever the numbers are. Yeah. But doesn't it totally cut the other way? What do you think? The, the 1994 uh, those trial consultants, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, OJ trial, so they hired trial consultants, and they found that, uh, you know, black women had very positive view of OJ they thought he was he, that he was uh you know handsome and articulate and you know whatever they all these positives yeah. and they end up getting uh one latino man one black man uh, uh one white man one latino man two white women and eight black women mm-hmm. and they're like high five and gone boom it's like wait a minute you you, you feel like you've already got this thing won yeah. because you were able to manipulate this Simply process. Simply because you manipulated yeah, so, well, actually, what I'm getting to, yeah. or, or first part I'm getting to is racial bias cuts both ways, yes. right? Yeah. And but so so then uh, you don't want a system like that, no, right? Where where 
you you can so manipulate the yep. you know that you create this science of jury selection mm-hmm. to the point where if you out maneuver the other guy on the first yeah trial hasn't even started yet and you have an uh, there's a TV uh, show I think it's called I think it's called Bull uh, that does that where there's uh, some big trial and they they bring in a pretend jury where they they look at the people who are on the actual jury and then they bring in other people who fit those same demographic profiles. Yeah. And then they do like trial stuff with the, with the pretend jury to try to figure out here's how you're going to convince this guy. Uh, it's, it does make you think it's all a bunch of shenanigans and manipulation. Right. Well, how much, how much information do they have about, do they know your education level and your income level? I don't know. Cause I don't, I don't really like the, the only Facebook time. knows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The only time I got, I got, uh, close enough. Well, I was, I, that I was selected for for a jury. I don't remember what kind of form I had to fill out in terms of where I live. Do you know? Do you own your own home? I mean, I, I don't know how much information you provide them to. Uh, I don't know. To select. I've I've gone in the pool. I've never served on a jury. I'd like uh, to. I think it'd be fun. I, I tell you, all yeah. this griping about how, the, all the ways to get out of serving on a jury. I mean, if you have a job that's obligated to pay you for it. Yeah. Well, Why not? What, you're dying to go to your, you're going to go to your stupid job every day? Last time I, I was in the voir dire process was where they have a pool and from the pool they're selecting okay. the jury, right? And the judge like reads through a few preliminary questions. And the preliminary questions are like, did you read about this story? Do you know the defendant? Do you know the, that, that kind of thing? And one of the questions was, are you willing to judge the, uh, are you willing to judge the case strictly on the facts and not on the law? And I said, no. And he, the judge called me up forward and said, what, what do you mean? Why'd you answer that way? And I said, well, I don't know. Maybe the law is stupid. You know, I'm, I, I thought my point here was to make sure that the, we're doing justice. And he said, okay, you're dismissed. <laughs> like I said, we're here to apply the law, not administer justice. Yeah. Or there was one, there's another question, which I actually, probably lied about uh it's it's something to the effect of would you give equal weight to the testimony oh right of a cop and i'm like all right i get that cops do lie yeah but let's let's talk about who's got the greater interest here uh the cop who does this all the time or the guy who's about to go to jail Mm -hmm. who is more likely to lie in this in this situation so A lot of those questions are a little silly. They are a little bit yeah. silly. So I did get chosen. Okay. And I was, but I was number 13. So ah. I was alternate guy. If somebody passes out or yeah. commits a crime or whatever, then I would, so I, uh, so I participate in the whole thing right up until they say closing arguments. And then I'm thinking I still am going to sit in the room in case something happens. Uh, to, you know, right? Still want to participate, but, but without saying anything, or I don't get to vote or participate, but I yeah. still had to be there just in case. But when they said closing arguments, they sent me home. Huh? Anyway, but before that, well, you know, we go through, we hear our first half day, and then there's a recess, and we're given our instructions about what not to do. And we get back there, and there's this a-hole in his 50s. I don't know why I'm in here. I wish I was home getting drunk. This is this guy. I'm going. Everybody brought something to read, and he is basically a 55 year old class clown. Mm-hmm. He's got nothing. Right. This is how he's going to spend his time. And I'm going. 
That's the, that's your jury or your peers. That, that guy out there who I didn't like, I didn't like the defendant, and I didn't have a good feeling about him. But I also didn't see that the prosecution was doing a very good job. Mm-hmm. So we get back in and go. So what y'all think? And mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, did you not hear the instructions <laughs> that we just, we just got from the judge? He goes, what you gonna do, tail? I'm like, well, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody shut up because they were all willing to start chit-chatting about the whole thing. These really? are instructions that are given, what, 100,000 people a day uh, yeah. everywhere in the country? There's, a, there's nothing new here. You don't talk about it. That's right. one. The man deserves a, deserves a fair trial, and this is these are part this is part of the way that, you know, you make sure that this guy gets a fair trial. He, he, ha, he, suppose he, he had a gun. He had a minimum sentence for sure, and if he was a convicted felon, which you don't know, uh, you know, he's going away for a long time. Yeah. And so I think the man deserves our, for us to pay attention and not talk about how we'd rather be out getting drunk today instead of paying attention to the trial. So, think in terms of... You should have just slipped the guy a 10 and said, you know, here, just go out that door. Right? Yeah, I'll take your spot. You go, <laughs> you go get some um, mad Malt dog. Liquor, yeah. <laughs> She's so, so... So, in terms of thinking about... Choosing a jury and who the type of people that have your life in their hands. Guess what? They're not a bunch of lawyers sitting back there no, taking it all very they're seriously. They're not necessarily. They're, they're not necessarily cerebral, you know, thoughtful people. <laughs> no, they're they're not they're not your peers in the sense that you want them to be your peers. They're just a cross section of the people you run into every day. Exactly. So uh, I was. So let's uh, bring this back around to Mexico. Yes, Mexico it does have a three. Judge system and I and I read something about you know that one of the problems is uh, you know with corruption and low pay. I'm like mm. low pay, low pay for a judge. He was judge make bartender money or what do they mean? I, I don't know what they, what do they make. I don't, I don't know. know what they make, but if if they're Oh, there's a huge, that corruptible supposedly of, there's a huge problem with corruption in Mexico in general. With the oh yes, I mean yeah. cops in general are. are Notoriously not respected down there because mm-hmm. they supplement their income with right, but, you know, but not uh, not in well, I guess it's because it is illegal, but not in a, a, a way that your people are being rounded up and robbed or anything like that. But yeah, you get pulled over. The ticket's uh, going to be a hundred pesos, or you can just pay me twenty and <laughs> we'll forget. <that. laughs> so, right, which, in a way, kind of does work for everyone. One, you, you, you've already, you've been penalized for the, yes. your, your infraction. Yeah. Two, you you paid less than you wanted to pay. Yeah. And three, the other guy he, he has supplemented his crappy uh, income, so yeah. it's really not the worst system you could have. <laughs> well, it's it's not right, but it's not. <laughs> it's not right. Yeah. It's, I mean, but I it's not. It's not legal, but is it justice? Yeah. So, juries are a great idea. Yes. And and, 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 and the way it's framed in terms of a jury of your peers, I mean, mm -hmm. the whole explanation of it is really good. Yes. You know. Uh, does it really I'm not sure it always works. Work it, no, nothing, nothing is perfect. You know, every every time you have some system created by man, there's going to be a problem. But okay, what do you got? Uh, well, so okay, so we're we're we've, I think we're, I think we're done. I think we're done with juries. Yeah, and we have uh, our complaints and our likes, and I don't know if would you change anything if you were if you were the president of the jury system. Yeah, I probably would. <laughs> right, I, I probably would. Change the way jurors are selected. Yeah, 
I'm not sure exactly how because I've only I've only seen what I've seen. I don't yeah. know. I don't know all the details, but I think there is a probably a lot of reform that could. Get, so yeah, I'd probably change things a little bit, but I wouldn't. I would not get rid of juries. Right. I would not. I would not have uh, judges as, instead mm-hmm. of juries. I don't. I don't like that idea. I like the idea of a check on the prosecutor. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of a check on the legal system and I, by although, the ordinary citizens. Although if. You know, since we do have the option of jury or judge, how about a jury or three-panel judge? Yeah. Rather than the single judge. Yeah. That might be a good reform. Yeah. And or, or could you choose a celebrity TV judge? Could you have, <laughs> <laughs> could you have Judge Judy do your see, see, one one potential reform would be to say, I would like all the all the jurors to you know, pass some sort of basic competency test. Just, <laughs> is that too you know, much to ask? Is it too much to ask? Like, can can you read, can you read the cat in the hat? Yeah, you know, right. Or, 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 there, or, or, yes, or, or even something, let's just say there was a lot of forensic science involved. In yeah, case. exactly. So my, my, my case was just a matter of the cops come up on these ne'er-do-wells, find a guy with a gun. Right. Yeah. You know, anybody can be that that judge. Yeah. But yes, if you are getting into a bunch of forensic Yeah, then science, maybe maybe geez. there should be some threshold some for those. Threshold. Yeah, you have to have an IQ above this in order I don't I don't know what and that could un, unfortunately that can lead to all kinds of abuse too. There's no perfect system, but probably we do need to relook at, at some of it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Very good. All right. Do we have a man of the week? Yeah. Uh, do you have somebody? No, 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 no. I, no. I somebody. think you got somebody. I do. And I'll tell you who it is not is Angelo Freeland. Okay. So Angelo was a part of a 24-hour manhunt after he shot a deputy and killed a police dog and then went on the run and they locked down the whole neighborhood mm-hmm. and they finally got they finally got the guy pinned down and there are cops all over the place and he's out in the brush somewhere yeah once you kill a cop all the other cops are there oh, ready they're to all there yeah. and they off and the officers fired 110 rounds of ammunition ammunition striking him 68 times well hey, that's pre- that's a pretty good range i, think I mean it is. 68 out of 110 uh, that's really good that's pretty good marksmanship they right. should probably all get Especially out of war for, for a guy that. And, and, and there's there's no way that he was standing up exactly for he wasn't all just, he wasn't just like yeah right even standing even a figure standing up so clearly but he was like sort of lying down in the brush 68 is pretty good. That's 68 out of 110. So, of course, the uh, media is going to say something along the lines of, did you have to shoot him so many times? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, does it matter? I mean, we're shooting. At this point, you're shooting to kill. The object is to kill. So, what, what, what does it matter? Well, so my man of the week is Polk County Sheriff Grady Judge. Who responded by saying, did they need to shoot him 110 times? He goes, well, I suspect the only reason 110 rounds were fired was that's all the ammunition they had. (laughs) 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 He didn't back down from that. (laughs) It reminds me a little bit. You know the old story when the... During World War II, the, the Germans were thinking of going through Switzerland. And the Swiss are renowned for being excellent shots right. every every adult in switzerland was required to have a rifle mm-hmm. but required by law to have a rifle and they were renowned for being good shots and and 
the German ambassador went to the Swiss ambassador and said, well, we might, you know, march our army through your country. And, and the Swiss ambassador said, well, we'll resist you. And the um, German ambassador said, we outnumber you three to one. And the Swiss ambassador said, we'll give each of our men three bullets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd, you are a <laughs> If you like Beer in Conversation with Pigweed and Crowhill, please like it, share it, give us a good review, post it to Facebook, all that good stuff. Thank you so much.